0: Hey guys, did you know that the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast hosted by Amy Porterfield is also brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, just like SideHustle Pro? Well, it is. And with a focus on online business, including digital courses, list building, social media content and webinars, Online Marketing Made Easy breaks down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes. I have been listening to this podcast from before I started a podcast, I used to listen listen to it on my way to work. And I would keep a note on my iPhone with the episodes and the notes that I got from each episode. It was that serious. And even now I've been learning a lot from it. So if you haven't listened to it, I recommend starting with episode 340, landing page, not converting. Here's what to do. Because if you have created a freebie and your email list is still not growing, this is the episode for you. Listen to Online Marketing Made Easy wherever you get your podcasts Hey guys, hey, welcome, welcome to the first episode of 2023. I am your host, Nikaela Matthews Okome, and I can't wait to get into this year. I wanted to record this episode because I know we're all getting into the year. We're slowly ramping up and this is not going to be one of those episodes that are like, "Ooh, here's how you be productive or here's how you set a 12 point goal list or anything like that. But I wanted to share with you some things that were on my heart and mind about how we can jumpstart our year. Like, how do you really get your mind right, your body right, your soul right in terms of approaching this year? Because it can feel exciting to start a new year, but it can also feel a little bit overwhelming, right? It can also feel... Like you need to have it all together, get organized, or else the year is going to pass you by. And that's not it at all. I want to remind you that you can start over as many times as you need to this year. You can do anything that you want to do and you can start, stop, pick it back up again. There is no, oh, you start on January 1st, you better be done by December 31st kind of plan that you need to have. But it's so important that you jumpstart your mind and your energy and you give yourself what you need to approach the year. So I just wrote down five things that have been on my heart and my mind that I want to share with you. So I hope that you can make this year your year, that you can make this year as powerful and as dynamic as possible. So let's get into it. All right. Number one, we are going to master our self-talk in 2023. We are going to watch how we speak to ourselves because how you speak to yourself determines how you go after your dreams and goals, how you perform, how you show up in the world. So for many of us, we have an inner critic. And sometimes that inner critic sounds like people we know and it can be someone really close to us too and who we love and so it's hard to separate that inner critic from automatically coming into play because you know someone loves you and you know that they're going to judge you harshly right so for example you might have a friend who is the quote-unquote realist who always wants to chime in with i'm just being realistic i'm just telling you you know and there's two things that you need to do. First of all, you need to watch who you share your dreams with. Okay. Because sometimes people can be really good friends to us in a lot of different dimensions and ways, but they're just not a good friend who we can share our goals and dreams with. And that's just real talk. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean that they're not a great friend. Okay. Just understand that sometimes people, because of what's going on in their own world and because of the failure they've had in going after their own goals are not good friends to share our goals and dreams with that's all right make sure you don't adopt their voice as your own make sure you don't talk to yourself the way you think someone else might be talking to you if you share this dream with them cut that out so i've done a lot of work with this in the past few years and i still have room to go but one of the areas that i really am proud of myself for making some strides with is for example with how I look at myself in the mirror and my body talk and things like that. So (laughs) I do a lot of you look good girl. And you might've seen it on the Kayla TV, right? If there's a time where I'm wearing a dress and I'm like, you know, I was tempted to wrap something around my waist to hide my postpartum belly, but I'm like, I look good. (laughs) You look good girl. And there are times where I The old Nikayla would have heard someone else in my head. I would have had self-talk about, oh, they're going to think I look this or there." and then it's like, who, what, why, who cares? So that's one example. Another example could be when you think about doing something and then you immediately have some self-talk about why it won't work or why you're not ready. Cut that out. (laughs) Cut that out, okay? Just go for it that's my phrase for this year and I encourage you to adopt it too so as soon as you hear yourself telling yourself a reason why you can't do something catch yourself and say oh that's that self-talk Michaela's talking about catch yourself and then question yourself and say "Hmm, why do I think that why is that my default thought why do I have that doubt who voice am i really hearing once you start to ask yourself those questions you'll find that your self-talk will start to lessen so again when you think the thought and you catch yourself thinking negatively about what you're planning to do what you're excited about catch yourself and then ask yourself question why that is your default question whose voice are you really hearing Is it your friends? Is it your relative? You know, it could be the cousin, the mom, whoever. And then silence them. Literally put them on mute. Imagine the icon on your phone, mute them. All right? Mute that voice in your head and replace it with positive self-talk. Positive self-talk can look like, all right, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm committed to learn. I don't know how I'm going to um, get the money for that, but I'm committed to researching more grants and opportunities for side hustlers. I don't know how to start this, but other people with even less than I have have figured it out, so I can too. You see what I mean? That is going to become a habit for you once you start to practice it, and it is a game changer. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to have some moments where you slide back and you have some negative self-talk, but you become more adept at catching yourself and you you become more aware. And even if you have to have a moment, you're just having a bad day. You're just having one of those days and you're like, I'm just gonna let myself feel my feelings. The next day you pick back up your journal um, and you have a moment and you say, you know what? I was going on a spiral yesterday because I was thinking about all the different people from my high school who follow me on Instagram and what they might think when I launch this. Or I was thinking about my old co-workers and how they they used to snicker and I heard that they said this and that about my behind my back and now they're going to see on LinkedIn that I'm doing this. And so as you start to unpack that, you realize that you need to work on yourself and you need to focus on what you're doing and why you're doing it and not what anyone else thinks. So the inner voice, the inner critic is usually based on someone else. Now I know a lot of times people say, Oh, I'm my own worst critic and no one could be more hard on myself than I am. myself but in actuality what i have found is that critic is actually based on other people and you looking at yourself through others gaze so stop doing that and start being kinder to yourself so that is the first way you're going to jumpstart 2023 by being kinder to yourself by focusing on that positive self-talk because you will be able to accomplish so much more when you believe you can do it versus when you are doubting yourself number two Focus on what it feels like, not what it looks like. What do I mean by this? So I want you to focus on following that gut feeling that's calling you to do something, to launch something, to test out this side hustle. And then focus on how you feel when you do that. Not, oh, how my Instagram page looks, how my TikTok came out, how my first email looked. I mean, one day I need to put together a scrapbook just with all of my first posts. You can always scroll back on Instagram to see some of my first posts there. But just to show you how ugly my stuff was. <laughs> and sometimes I still have ugly stuff and that's fine. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm testing things out. Sometimes I just want to get in there, and create something on my own on Canva and, you know, test it out before I reach out to my designer. So you're going to see some things that are not perfect and that Are not all together. You don't have to have it all together. So focus on what it feels like. So I know when I do this podcast, I come alive. I know when I do video podcasts, I enjoy it. And If I was to focus on what it looks like, like I could say, oh, you know what? My views on YouTube for the podcast are not as high as my audio downloads. So let me not focus on that. But it serves a different purpose. So I can always pull out these clips when I need to do like a reel or, you know, if I'm invited on a morning talk show and they want video clips of me for B-roll, which has happened before. When I was on the Today Show, they wanted some B-roll and I didn't have as much video back then. And so they were pulling a lot of images and talking over the images and a little bit of video. And that's fine, it worked, but it's just so much more powerful. So I think about that because sometimes what you're doing now, it's not gonna make sense to you, but then you'll be so glad you have done it in the future because it's gonna come back in handy. People are gonna be able to look at your work and say, oh, here's what she's done and here's um all her experience she's been doing this for years they've been doing this for months now look how they've grown look at the people they've worked with look at how their customers feel about them and are writing about them so just remember that what it feels like especially when you're side hustling is way more important than what it looks like We all have bad habits. I might shop a little too much on Amazon, what can I say? And bad habits tend to find their way into business too. From emailing clients at all hours or spending way too much time and money on legacy software that you heard about back in the day. Well, we are breaking up with bad business habits and breaking in new ways to bring our A game in 2023. HubSpot's all-in-one connected CRM platform can help you get there. It makes it easy to better connect your teams, data, and systems, so you can better connect with your customers. Best of all, it's free to get started. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better in 2023 at HubSpot.com. Number three. To jumpstart your year i want you to focus on changing your relationship with money most of us have a really complicated relationship with money whether we are super conservative with it and we've saved everything and we're afraid to spend anything and invest it into our side hustle Or maybe we are just too casual with it and we're like, you know what? We're good. We have some savings. I can afford to buy these things that I want. I want it now. Life is short, that kind of thing. And most of us kind of fall along the spectrum of those two uh, places. However, everybody can stand to grow and become better at their finances. Most people, I think, I forget what the average is of, you know, how much people have saved out there, especially for the Black community. So we know that there's a lot that can be done. And in this world, the more you can take control of your finances, the more options you have. And also the more you can afford when something happens that's unexpected. So I wrote this down too, because you know, if you, you heard my five year entrepreneurship update that this is something I've committed to myself as well to do this year is to get stronger in this realm and to stop taking it for granted and to stop, um, I think sometimes the money stuff overwhelms us. Like we know we need to set up all these different investments accounts. You know, for entrepreneurs, you know you need to start looking into payroll and you need to have all of these things in place. And it's very easy to have your security blanket be what you've always done. I've always done it this way, it's working fine for me, so I'm gonna keep doing it this way. I'm scared of stocks, so I'm not ready to even think about that, that that's that's just overwhelming me right now. I'm not even going to do that. Let's push that to the side and think about, all right, what are my goals for this year with money? I want to do this side hustle and I want it to make me this much. Like go out there, go ahead and put a number out there. I want my side hustle to earn me at least this much this year. And with that money, you know, I'm going to give XYZ to Uncle Sam and then the rest. I want to invest it here. I want to do this or I want to get supplies. Start to put that in place. Write that down and commit yourself to learning a bit more about it. So there are many books out there. You know, we have um, Tiffany Alice's Get Good With Money. And then we have Rachel Rogers book, which Rachel Rogers book is more about um, the mindset of understanding how we can all be millionaires and then some practical lessons and, advice as well but that mindset piece we talked about with the Rachel Rogers episode and we know how important that is because sometimes we can't see ourselves in a certain financial bracket and as long as we have accepted that you'll never be in that financial bracket then you will never be in that financial bracket so there are some inner workings that need to happen with money as well but I really know that so many of us could be doing better with our finances. So to jumpstart our year, we're going to commit to looking at our money more frequently. Looking at it daily does give me perspective, does remind me of my goals. And it just keeps me moving on that track of becoming more and more on top of it and moving towards the financial goals and investment goals that I have for myself and my family and my children, my kiddo. Number four, Have a plan, write down your plan, even if it changes, okay? What is your plan for this year? What do you want your year to look like? That is so empowering because you can write anything, dream as big as you want to, you know, It's in line with the vision boarding, which um, I have done or I'm, I'm going to be doing for 2023 and many of you are going to be doing, but then writing it down is the next step. So really taking those pictures and writing down the summary of what this means, what this looks like for you, because things can always change. And that's okay, but if you don't have a plan, you just find yourself kind of wandering in the world like, oh, that that would be nice if that happened. Oh, this happened? All right, let's focus on this right now. And any little thing that comes with the wind can kind of blow you in any direction. I'm gonna be honest, there are times that I felt that way even after I'd done my vision board in 2022. And that's because I mapped it out, I bulleted it out, but I didn't truly write down the plan like I've done in previous years. So thankfully- I was still guided by understanding, by being able to look at my vision board and knowing what that meant for me quarter by quarter of the year, but it still wasn't as impactful as having a plan for the year. I know for myself, you. I know many of us felt this way. I was scared to write a plan. <laughs> just didn't know what life was going to throw at me. And I didn't want to get my hopes up. I was like, you know what? Life is really not in my control. Let me just, (laughs) let me just take it one day at a time. And that one day at a time excuse really put me back into a place where I was more reactive to life than proactive. And I can't do that anymore. Like I really need to be going after things, being intentional about those things and to stop being afraid because I don't know if another, you know, pandemic is going to come down and just just completely wreck things like, no, I can't live that way. Okay. And neither can you, um, it's okay. If things change, it's okay. If everything doesn't get checked off, but writing the plan guides you. And that is how you jumpstart your year. When you have a mission, you have something set out. And again, I don't want this to overwhelm you. Okay. Writing down a plan literally looks like you can take out your iPhone or your Android, your a notebook, your Google Doc, anything, and just start writing down like, this year is going to be an exciting one. Um, I'm really excited to focus more on my podcast. And I know that I want to sit down and really commit to setting specific dates on my calendar, not canceling ep- interviews, making sure that, I set aside this time and I put myself in the mindset by setting up my office and everything in advance so I'm in the zone to record and so that I can batch record and really get ahead with my show so that I can do even more with it. I can promote it in advance. I can have fun with the guests and do different things with the reels and the promos and That is what I envision for the podcast. Then I'm going to go into my next area of life with, I'm really excited to explore um, viewing my voice as an instrument and other ways in which I can be using my voice and my vocal abilities. So I'm really excited to take what I've learned in this seminar and go further with it and so forth and so forth. That's what I mean. Just literally brain dumping of the things you are ready to explore. What I love about this as well is the exercise of writing it out helps you to get more into the actual visualization piece of it, which helps you to not start listing out a million things. (laughs) If you're just writing, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do that, which sometimes can happen if you're just putting stuff on a vision board, you're just throwing it out like, oh, I want to grow my finances and I want to health is wealth. I want to do more exercise and, you know, it can look pretty on the page. But when you actually write it out, you start to see what you're being drawn to. And that can look like instead of health is wealth, I want to exercise more this year. It's like, you know what? I really enjoy the type of movement that I enjoy the most. And I see for myself in 2023 is walking. I love when I get outside and just do a 10 to 20 minute walk each day. And so I'm hoping to do that at least three times a week just to be realistic with myself, but I love the way that feels. I love what it does for my energy and for my spirit, and so I commit to having more movement in my life. So now you've gone from health is wealth, I want to exercise more, to here's what I actually enjoy doing, here's what it would look like in my life this year, and so which one do you think you would be most likely to commit to? The movement, right? The movement in the plan that you wrote out so number four is to have a plan write it down even if it changes and then number five to jumpstart your year you guys do not wait for permission you don't need my permission you don't need your family's permission you don't need your significant other's permission you don't need a friend's permission do what you got to do okay I say this a lot. I know y'all are probably tired of me saying this, but I'm going to say it again. I really like to lay low and build. Why? Because I don't need nobody's permission and I don't want nobody's input, okay? (laughs) And I learned that lesson early in my side hustle journey when I slowly started telling family that I was thinking about leaving my job. Mind you, I was already committed to leaving my job, (laughs) But I just started floating that out there, you know, because after a while, I'm sure the parents would be wondering, like, do you have a job? Where do you work? Like, I notice you're home a lot. <laughs> so I thought I need to put this out there. And at that time, I think if you grow up in a family and you're close to your parents like myself and, and, you know, you come from a traditional Jamaican family like myself, your parents' opinions are always going to matter to you, their feelings and all of those things. Right. And so. I, I guess I kind of was wanting their permission in that. But that was one of those first like true big girl, big woman moments where, you know, I heard they were very supportive. Um, at the same time, they were sowing a little bit of that like worry, you know? And and that's another thing that some people can do as well. And that you can find yourself doing as negative self-talk, you're taking on other people's worry. And I had to learn in this path that I can't do that. I can't afford to take on your worry. Like I got to move. I got to go And anything that you do in life with your side hustle. If you don't believe in yourself, then no one else is going to believe in it. You can't sell your customers. If you haven't even sold yourself that, Hey, I'm good at this or what I'm making is quality and you should buy it. So All you can do is work on yourself, but also don't wait to test something because you're waiting for someone to tell you it's a good idea. And this is not just side hustle related. This is also related to life. Um, Sometimes we set a goal to do something new and adventurous, and then we start sharing it with friends because we're like, oh... Not even knowing it consciously, you kind of want their opt-in. You want their, like, go for it, right? Which is, again, why this is my my phrase for the year. Because you want to hear people say, go for it. You should do that. You would be great at that. That's a great idea. And people aren't going to say that. I'm here to tell you that you have to operate as if people are not going to say that. Everyone's going to hate your idea. Do it anyway. Go for it anyway. Unless you have gone out there and done your due diligence by Doing customer research and by doing testing out your mvp and putting it out there and then everyone says we hate this we don't want to buy this that's the only time where you need to pivot but if you haven't even launched yet give yourself the permission and do not wait for permission So that is how we're going to jumpstart this year. You guys, let's go over it real quick. And these are all things that I'm continually working on. And so I want to share it with you guys because when I hone in on this and when sit down and meditate in this way, this is what really helps me to move forward. So number one, watch how you speak to yourself. Focus on that positive self-talk. Number two, focus on what it feels like, not what it looks like. Number three, change your relationship with money. Number four, have a plan even if it changes. And number five, do not wait for permission. And with that, you guys, there you have it. I can't wait for us to get into our awesome interviews this year. Thanks for rocking with me as always. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next week.